She's the queen of kink shaming. Kink shaming. Kink shaming. Demystifying BDSM. BDSM. And keeping it 100% real. Real. It's time for in bed with Dr. Sue. Hello everyone, this is Sue Storm, your host of In Bed with Dr. Sue, and I hope you're all doing well, staying safe and healthy. This show is about being careful what you wish for. There are some things that you boys fetishize that when you're in a relationship, you need to keep maybe to yourself. In other words, I know some of you gentlemen want to submit in front of your wives or girlfriends, and I'm about to explain to you why that is a very slippery slope. But before I get into that, I have some questions from some listeners that they would like me to have discuss. So, I'm going to head to those right now. And my first question is from Nissa, who has a few questions, actually. Thank you, Nissa. And her first question is regarding the conversations with Kevin shows. And she asks, did Kevin cross the line of kinky play to personal destruction? Absolutely, 100%. That's exactly what Kevin did. You got to remember, Nissa, that human beings are basically incapable of moderation in the things that feel good. If we were capable of it, we wouldn't have addictions. We tend to go crazy when we find something we enjoy and we can't do it moderately. We have to always top what we just did. So in Kevin's case, you're looking at someone who has fetishized this destruction, as many of the men do. He loves what's happened to him as much as he hates what's happening to him because it's still going on. You got to remember, he's made the hate, his self-loathing, his self-hate a turn-on. And that's what happens with these white men who allow themselves to be manipulated to the degree that Kevin did. Always searching for the next high. Always looking to top what you just did. What can the big mean black man do to me now? And if you don't care or have sexualized the destruction, that's what you'll get. And this is also part of what I'll be discussing shortly. Nissa's other question is from the show I did with the amazing Naima, where we were discussing the obsession with BBC. And Nissa asks, could it be that it is a generally accepted scientific fact that men, black men, sorry, that black men have larger penises, have larger amounts of testosterone in their bodies than white men do? I don't believe anyone has done a study on the subject, Nissa. But a more accurate way to put it would be that most people accept the cliché that black men are larger on average than white men. There are, of course, black men with small penises and black men who are gay and transgender. This is part of the problem. White people basically villainize the black race. Once again, it's all part of this scary black man thing that white men seem to be clinging to these days. Nissa goes on, so that there is no real shame for the white man to accept that the black man can please his wife or owner better in bed. But at the same time, the white man knows that his wife or owner will prefer him or her, the white husband, will prefer him, her white husband, as a life partner. Because the three things, because of the three things. One, she loves him. 
Two, as the great Muhammad Ali once said in an interview, I want my child to look like me. And the numbers don't lie, miss. People in general prefer to live with one from their own race. In general, there are many problems with black men not being the best fathers to their children, something that Barack Obama talked about and wanted to change. So perhaps the white man knows that he will be a better life partner when it comes to life outside of the bedroom. I know that my theory is only a general thing, but that there are many exceptions to the rule. What do you think? Could there be something to what I'm saying? Okay. (sighs) I think it's a very white way to look at it, Nissa. (laughs) Sorry. I get what you're saying. But again, that villainizes the entire race. Saying that most black men don't bother with their children is again white categorizing. There's (laughs) Seriously, there's just as many white men who walk away from their families. Is there a problem within the black community with men bailing on kids? Yeah, but it's, like I just said, it's just as much in the white community as it is in the black community. I look at that as a male issue, not a race issue. Sociologically speaking, we humans tend to group together. We did it to survive when we were knuckle-draggers millennia ago. We are a tribal species. So we tend to hang those or sorry, we tend to hang with those we relate to. So in the case of race, yes, you'll hang more with your own in some circumstances, but I don't think it's a conscious thing. We just want to be accepted by our peers. So do I think a white guy is a better life partner? No. Again, it's not a race thing. It's a male thing. Men in general, in many cultures, tend to not bother with their children. It's a weakness that needs to be stopped. But again, not a race issue. It's a male issue. For the last, say, oh, 15 years, I've seen a lot of shitty mothers out there, too. So we can't even totally lump this on men. Because some women should not be having children either. What we need to look at more is the pressure we put on couples to procreate. The first thing a newlywed couple hears, when's the baby coming? Well, what if they don't want them? The first thing we do is point a finger. No, you can't do that. That's what your whole life is about. This is what we're here for. No, it's not. So maybe we need to lay off the pressure of, that we put, I should say, maybe we should lay off the pressure that we put on couples having children when they clearly shouldn't or don't want to, maybe that would help with the issue. It won't solve it. But that is a very ingrained way of thinking. You aren't whole unless you have a child. Bullshit. I have great respect for women and men who say they don't want kids for whatever their own personal reason is. Because there is nothing worse than forcing someone to be a parent when they don't want to be. It will always end in disaster. So if you're out there and you don't want kids... Kudos! Hold your ground and don't be bullied into thinking you have to. My next question comes from Herman. Okay, he's getting into the masturbating vicious circle that white men go through, the dominance of a cuckoldress, or how to even get a woman to cuckold oneself. You are right about why white men obsess about BBC, because they fear it and they see it as sexually superior. But I also believe that 
she being his significant other, would be torn on the topic. The female would be torn on the topic. So if everyone is torn, should the black king have the privilege or not? And why? So I'm kind of getting, that's kind of like a little bit disjointed, this is. Um, so I'm going to keep going. I have been pondering about black impregnation and selective breeding. I'm torn between being for it or against it because I'm thinking about the child's interest. What is the right course of action? In the end, it's all the woman's choice anyway, but she will probably also be unsure what to do. Right off the bat, I'm going to say, number one, the black king has no say in anything ever. Get that. This is based on what the female wants. Cuckolding is about female empowerment. It's about a woman choosing who she wants to fuck. Do you get that? But you don't ever, ever have a child because you're fetishizing having an interracial baby. That's disgusting. There are many things that have to go into that decision, but it is never, ever a decision to be made by the black bull. You need to ask yourself, why? Why do you want your wife to have an interracial baby? Is it because it gets your dick hard? Because if it is, then don't have the baby. Because that tells me you're coming at it only from the position of your dick and how hard it'll get pushing a baby carriage with a mixed-race baby in it. That is truly one of the most vile things I've heard in this scene. This is a fucking human life who will eventually find out that mom only had the baby to make dad happy because having a mixed-race child made his dick hard. No one deserves to be put in that position, you selfish fucks. To find out that you are with two white parents who only wanted you because it was a turn-on? That's mentally ill. And I know many couples are doing this, but it's not right. And I'll add, what right do you have bringing up a black child as two white parents? Now, it's different if it's a mixed-race couple, because the other half of the couple can work with the child to help it deal with society, because they live that race. You don't. You have no clue what the black experience is. Not one clue. Not if you're white. You think you do. But if you're white, you need to learn to sit down and shut the fuck up. You are then raising a child whose mother only had it to please her clearly screwed up husband. And a man who looks at the kid and has to go rub one out because he knows it's not his. This isn't an environment to raise a healthy, well-adjusted child. Put yourself in the child's shoes when it gets older. What do you tell him or her when they say, why am I black? Why am I mixed race when you and dad are obviously white? Oh, because mommy and daddy thought it would be hot? Great. This all just reeks of white privilege. To think that you would know how to deal with what that child will go through is delusional because you don't. Now, if the white couple has been having difficulties having children, I've seen them turn to breeding, but in that scenario, you still have the same issues. Now, I get that white couples adopt black children all the time, but again, I will ask the same question that I do 
which is how do you deal with the cultural differences that you have no clue about? Especially in the atmosphere we live in now. It's like Madonna and Angelina Jolie. It's to make themselves look good and woke on social media, but they don't have a clue what they're doing. The narcissism of whites is beyond anything that can be measured. And with that, I'll be right back after this message from my friend, Amelia Devine. It is risky to be a sissy, especially when you need training, guidance, and friendships. Putting on a bonnet and a diaper can get you banned from certain adult sites, and I won't even mention how hardly anyone takes a crossdresser seriously. Finding a true sissy dom who cares about what you need on your sissy path is rare, almost impossible. Being able to connect with other like-minded sissies is, again, rare and almost impossible. Until now. DivineSissyTraining.com is a membership site run by the sissy whisperer herself, Miss Amelia Divine. DivineSissyTraining.com offers exclusive audios, videos, and tasks monthly to all members. Not only will you receive training on your level, but you will also be connected with other sissies, ABDLs, and cross-dressers through forums, personal profiles, and more. DivineSissyTraining.com's billing process is non-reoccurring, so you are in charge of making the conscious choice of continuing your Divine Sissy Training. DivineSissyTraining.com Join today for your one-week trial membership. Then, make the choice to commit to your sissy path or remain a lowly little beta bitch. Okay, so today we're discussing submitting in front of your wife. Or more specifically, should you suck another man's cock in front of your wife or let the guy fuck you? Uh, and I'll get into, actually, we can, we can also discuss the fact that this has to do with um, cross-dressing and feminization as well. So we're not going to just do the whole, you know, force by thing. Okay, I understand that for many of you boys, the idea of submitting in front of your wife is insanely hot. The idea of lowering yourself in front of your wife to the alpha male in the room makes your dicklets ridiculously stiff. But there is a huge caveat to this. This is one of those moments where, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. And here's why. When you met your significant other, and I'll be using husband and wife references, but of course it's not just for hetero couples, but since they are the primary source of this topic, I'm going to stick with husband and wife again. When you met your wife, you presented yourself as the big alpha stud. You had no choice. You have to play that societal game to get the female in the first place. Sexually submissive men put on a mask every day when they get up. They have no choice because in our society, we don't allow men to be sexually submissive. Now, note I'm saying sexually submissive and not just submissive. Why? Because most males, although they might love it, have no way of being submissive 24-7. We won't let them. We call them weak and useless. 
we associate a male submissive as being stupid and lacking the ability to make money. All of that is utter garbage. But it's what society thinks. Men are not allowed to show submission. End of. So, men have to put on their alpha masks while they're shaving every morning and go out and slay the woolly mammoth. They have to slay their careers. They have to slay their relationships, their family life, their finances, all of it. No exceptions. So because of this, men have no choice but to put on that mask, even if they don't feel it. And that's how you go out and land a wife. That's what society expects. And in order to get that wife, because we still raise our children in a Puritan way, we expect all boys to be alpha and all girls to be submissive. You have to portray yourself to be something that you're not. But you have to get that wife and 2.5 children, remember, or you're a failure. So our subby guy puts on his mask and lands the woman he wants, but that leaves him stuck. And why is he stuck? Because now he has to be something he's not in the bedroom. And that is the basis of most marriage failures. A man who is pretending to be something he's not for a woman who wants the idiot on the white horse. So now you have this couple who have their 2.5 children and their little dog and their little cat and their picket fence. And they're raising them and doing everything according to what they've been taught. And they're both fucking miserable. So the wife starts to pull away from the husband sexually. She begins to pull away from the sexual portion of the relationship. Why? Because he's not that stud that he said or portrayed himself to be when they first started dating. The sex sucks because she's waiting for this guy to ravage her and it's not in his nature to do that. So she thinks, well, I'm not going to throw this guy out or I'm not going to throw this guy away when he's a good provider and father. I'll just learn to be less sexual. And for women, that's actually very easy to do the older they get. So a hint for those of you males out there who are bitching because your wife doesn't fuck them anymore or doesn't fuck you anymore. <laughs> it's probably because you aren't what you said you were from the beginning. You actually suck in bed. Because to be honest, most submissive men do suck in bed. They fumble around. They ask if everything's okay. They ask if they're doing it right. And that is a galaxy away from what she's looking for and what you said you were. You put all your best moves in at the beginning. But that's all you have in your repertoire. And once you've played out all those, you got nothing. And then the sex is boring and mechanical and no one is happy. But these are also the couples that believe they have to stay together for the sake of the children, not realizing that they're screwing them up more and, in fact, just making them repeat this pattern over and over. Now our happy couple is anything but. They will stay together because by now they're best friends, if they're lucky, but not much more. I know you're like, but what about the guy who has a wife who's willing to play in a submissive way with the husband? Let's say his dream came true, and after a ton of begging, the guy's wife decides she'll cuckold him. I actually saw this recently on my website. Now our little subby hubby is over the moon. 
He gets in that bedroom and he sees his wife getting turned on by the real alpha guy, giving her all these feelings that she hasn't been able to feel. And he's turned on beyond his wildest imagination. He falls into subspace. And when the bull orders him to suck his dick or worse, he does it without question. He latches onto that dick like there's an antidote in it. He sucks that cock like it contains the elixir of life. And where is our wife? Watching in awe at the fact that the man she thought was her big alpha protector, who said he'd love her till the end of time and that he was her man, she watches him sink to his knees and begin to suck another man's cock like he's dying. Now, if you're lucky, she'll think it was funny and cute. But she'll tell you she doesn't want you to do that again problem is, that rarely happens. But even if it did, each subsequent time that you wrap those lips around his dick, she loses respect for you. And watching you get fucked, well, that's the final nail in the coffin, gentlemen. Think of your wife's respect for you like a block of marble. And each time you lower yourself, another chunk is carved off. So even if it's fun and cute at the beginning, it will slowly erode to disgust and resentment. And sure, you may fetishize that, but if you've learned nothing from me, please understand that just because you can, I'm going to say it again, doesn't mean you should. Your wife is left standing there thinking, who the fuck is this guy? This is definitely not the guy I married. When did he turn gay? Maybe he's always been gay. Does that make me his beard? And because most couples don't communicate, none of this gets said out loud. But know this, she cannot unsee what she sees you do. If you've listened to Kevin, you know that. So that will be playing in her head, and not necessarily in a sexual way. Wow. My husband is not my big protector. Because remember to her, this is weak behavior. This is not how real men behave. Or at least, not real hetero males. Guys, here's the rub. You've had these thoughts and feelings probably most of your life, but she hasn't. She's not a fetish psychologist. She probably knows little to nothing about BDSM or domination and submission. But you think, because it's always in your head, that she does, and she doesn't. Your wife, in most cases, knows nothing about this stuff. So when you drop this on her in such a visual way, she can't unsee it. And for many women, they are crushed in that moment. When they see how low you'll go for the sake of a squirt of your pee-pee, she has no other way to see you than differently. You're not her man anymore. And this starts the eroding of the relationship. Especially for you boys out there who have the woman who is doing this shit to make you happy, which most women do. Know this. Most women don't want to have sex with another man, but they'll do it if it makes you happy. It's in our nature. It's who we are. We're the pleasers, the submissives, the ones who nurture and make sure everything and everyone is okay. So when you come to her with a request like, please fuck another man, if she really loves you, 
she'll probably do it. But not because it's turning her on, because it's turning you on. So imagine this woman who not only is fucking another man to make her man happy, but now sees him submit to this other guy. It's heartbreaking for many women. She's crushed in that moment. Her man isn't her man. Let me relate this to my relationship and maybe you can see how we do it and why. My husband is submissive and would do anything I told him to do just to make me happy. He's always wanted to know what it's like to suck another guy's dick. Okay, cool. I'm cuckolding him already, so I'll let him have a suck on the guy I'm fucking. Note I said, let him. I have allowed this three times in almost 30 years. Why? Because I don't want to see him do it. That's not who I got with or why. So I don't allow it to go on because I don't want to become disgusted by what he's capable of doing. And I know what he's capable of doing because I am a fetish psychologist. I didn't get with my husband to be in a cuckold relationship. Yes, I was a dominatrix and that probably was the vibe he was attracted to, but it doesn't mean I'm turned on by seeing my man sink that low. It's the exact opposite. I find it pathetic. So I'm not going to allow myself to see it or him do it Because if I did, our relationship would dissolve, and I don't want that. I have a massive background in kink, and I still won't allow my husband to sink too low. Or I know I'll no longer find him attractive, and I will lose respect for him, and because I know this, I control it. But your wife has no background in this. So she's just going to smile and say, yes, dear, and let you do it. Now, I'm not saying there aren't women out there who wouldn't be turned on by it. There are. But they aren't likely to be in a hetero relationship. And when I give you guys advice, it's based on averages. It's based on what most people are doing, not what exceptions are doing. Your wife isn't gay. She married you because she's a hetero female wishing to be with a hetero male. Therefore, thinking she would be okay with this is ridiculous. And this is where we can bring in the feminization and cross-dressing. Because the same goes for you boys who like to dress in women's clothing, not just cocksuckers, not just someone who wants to get fucked by an alpha male. You guys think it's nothing. But to your wife, it's a massive slap in the face. Where is the guy you said you were when we met? Did he even exist? Maybe he's always been a fairy and I didn't see it. What's wrong with me? I'm going to say that again. What's wrong with me? See, because women will internalize this. They will look at what you're doing and wonder what they did to attract this. Maybe I wasn't woman enough. Maybe I suck in bed. Maybe if I was more sexual or did this or that. They blame themselves when you guys are the ones that are acting like selfish, sex-obsessed asshats. You can have fun without going to extremes. If your wife is willing to fuck other men, be happy about that and stop trying to find the next high. If your wife is willing to let you walk around in panties, be happy with that and stop trying to get more. 
You are blessed to have a woman in your life who will entertain these subjects at all. So stop trying to up your game. If your wife watches you suck a dick and says, I don't want to see that again, a smart and true submissive says, yes, thank you for letting me have that experience. It won't happen again. Because all of this leads back to you guys thinking you're acting submissive when you're not. You're only thinking with your dick. And that's not submissive. That's selfish, no matter what the subject is. In cuckolding, it's about your wife's satisfaction. And in all other realms, it's about your wife being the queen in your life. I get calls from men all the time begging me to teach them how to make their wives dot, 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 fill in the blank. The first thing wrong in that sentence is the word make. You don't make your wife do a fucking thing. Not if she's your true queen, and she should be. You guys look online for women to serve when you should be serving the real queen in your life that you already have. And stop looking for the next best thing. It doesn't exist. You should be grateful that this glorious woman is willing to spend her life with you in the first place, not try to mold her into something for your own sexual pleasure. Again, that's not submissive behavior. It's toxic masculinity, of which you boys are so filled with it's off the chart. So if your wife is okay with you sucking a cock or whatever it is you want to do in front of her, great. But if she says she doesn't want you to do it again, you have to make a decision. Either let her go so you can live your life the way you want it, or knock it off and stop being so fucking selfish and think about her for once. It's what you're supposed to be doing in the first place if you are submissive. And I might add, just going to say this, I have not cuckolded my husband since 2020. When the virus hit, I pulled the plug, add monkeypox to the equation, and I tapped out. Doesn't mean I'm going to stay that way. But the lockdown forced us, as it did other couples I've heard from, to reevaluate what was important in our lives. My husband and I chose to stop and reconnect, and that's what we did. And now we're closer than when we were doing the cuckolding. But that's our choice. I don't like what I'm seeing develop in the cuckold community. And I'm not entirely sure I'm going to go back. I don't know yet. Does it mean that our sex lives suck? Fuck no. It's actually better. Because it forced him to up his game. See, cuckolds can be very lazy. It's just easier to let some other guy sexually satisfy your wife. What my husband did was change his way of thinking. And now we still play cuckold games, but not with real people. And it's just as good. Plus, because he was forced to step up his game in bed, it makes it better for me. But as I've told you guys many times, I don't and never will teach you that you should stop having sex with your husband as many of these idiotic people are teaching these days. Because once you stop having sex with your husband, you are no longer cuckolding. You are now in a DNS relationship. Without the sex with your partner, the cuckolding is off the table. You've got brains, people. Try using it for something other than where your next sexual high is coming from.
That's it for this show. Be sure to tune in later this month when I will be bringing you my interview with Belle DiLorenzo, who has created a course in Pompoir. But just what is Pompoir? I want you to imagine a vagina that can not only squeeze, but pull, tilt, grip, lock, twist, suck, and pulse. That's what Pompoir is. Belle teaches women how to make their vaginas do all that and more. So if you're an escort, I'm seeing more money in your future. And if you're an average schmo like me, it means you have a guy with a smaller-sized penis. You can feel him more. Yep, I'm doing the course myself, so I can give you some of what I find as I go along. But Belle will be here on the next show, discussing how all women can learn this art and become even better lovers than they already are. Don't forget to hit up thedrsuereview.com for all my latest audios and articles, including more on the Pussy Free White Boys. And if you have any questions, email them to me at inbedwithdrsue at gmail.com, and I'm happy to answer them on the show. Also, be sure to hit up my Patreon, where you'll find exclusive audios and articles and fiction coming that you all are going to want but can't find anywhere else. So join me on patreon.com backslash Dr. Sue, D-R-S-U-E. Also, visit my friends, Naima, the BBC dealer, Amelia Devine, the sissy whisperer, Domino Chiara, who will take your cash and make you pay, Mistress Maven, Tegan Marie, Duchess Willow, the amazing Gina Hart, Natasha Hertz, and Gabriella Fairbanks. There's so many more. And each one of them has their own unique specialty to get your dicklets excited. Until next time, be kind, be grateful, but most of all, be happy. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.